Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, I hope you're still with us after this week. So many, so many difficult things to think through and to face. And as I said right at the outset of this topic, that much of what we're going to cover, especially early on, is not going to be easy. It's not going to be comfortable. But it is necessary if we really want real answers to some of these hard questions. And we don't want to just quote a Bible verse or a cliche. This question of why bad things happen to good people can only be answered if we really are willing to take a hard look at whether that statement in and of itself is even true. Is there such a thing as good people? Not without God. Not without God. And as we ended yesterday's episode, just because we've arrived at this conclusion doesn't mean that everyone is as bad as they could be. That's obvious. But the question is why? And so today I want to cover a concept with you that would suggest that there is a difference and that we need to make a distinction between human goodness and human niceness. I would contend and submit to you that these are not the same thing. And I can give you a couple examples. We've talked about genocide. We've talked about different people groups. And I just want to have you do a little bit of a thought experiment with me. One of my professors in college did something very similar. So this is, this is his example, but it works. Do you think that during the concentration camps that the Nazis ran, do you think that the guard who stood at the gas chambers and threw the Zyklon B down into the gas chambers and murdered hundreds and hundreds of people, didn't go home at the end of a long day and kiss his children and tuck them in and read them bedtime stories? Do you not think that he loved his wife and his family and his children? What about the, in a modern-day context, what about the white supremacist neo-Nazi who lives in a neighborhood with a bunch of bunch of white kids. Do you think that she doesn't bake cookies for all the little white kids on her street? Do you think she doesn't do things for them, knit them hats, bake them cookies, make them iced tea? Of course she does. That doesn't make people good. It just makes them nice. There's a veneer of human niceness. But that doesn't mean that at our core, we are good in the sense, in the biblical sense, that we are righteous. So let me ask you this question. Think about this. Why do gangbangers stop at red lights? Because this gets right to the core of the difference between human niceness and human goodness. Does anyone think that a, a gang member who is who has no qualms about doing a drive-by shooting where he might he might murder little kids by accident or 
raping someone, you think this guy is stopping at a red light because he's really concerned about making sure that he obeys traffic law? Has nothing to do with having respect for the law or trying to be a good person or doing the right thing. Why does he stop at that red light? The answer is consequences. He doesn't want to get T-boned by a semi and die. He's looking out for number one. That's why he stops at a red light. It's not because he cares about traffic law. Because he doesn't want to deal with the consequences. It's a calculated decision. Here's the thing. In Matthew 5.28, Jesus says this exact same thing. He says, But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Earlier in that same passage, he says, You've heard it said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. In other words, if you're angry with someone, you've already murdered them in your heart. Or if you've lusted after someone, you've already committed adultery with them in your heart. What is Jesus saying? He's saying the same thing I just said. The only reason that people who have hated in their heart and lusted in their heart haven't followed through and actually done the deed is not because they're good people. It's because of consequences. They don't want to get caught. But the heart, the heart betrays us. The heart attitude says, if you could get away with it, you would. If there weren't any consequences, you'd do it. This is a terrifying question to ask yourself, but I want you to consider, what would you actually do if you knew you could get away with it? That no one would ever find out and that there would never, ever be any consequence whatsoever. It should terrify you. It terrifies me. I realized after thinking about this question, without Jesus, without the influence of the Holy Spirit in my life, I shudder to think of the person that I would be. And I think that's the point. This is what Jesus is trying to get us to see in Matthew 5. If we look at our hearts, just like what Romans 3 says, we are not good. And the only reason that people are not worse is because they're smart enough to know that they don't want to deal with the consequences or the potential consequences. But that niceness is not the same as goodness. So tomorrow we're going to finish up this topic and come to our final conclusion about this question. 